At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app game, plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly, and I do mean proudly, brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy. Still to come this hour, Wes Reynolds, Tim Murray from VEASAN Primetime about to join us, talk college hoops. Um, And then after the show today, I stick around here. And then Will Hill, Jeff Parlay, and Todd Wishnev. We're going bracket by bracket, ATS by ATS, where there is bets, where there are bets, where there are no, no bets. Bracket by bracket, we'll talk about that. Everybody's final four. We'll do that for the Megapod. The Todd's already here. Beating, he's furiously you know, writing down notes for You the know show. why he's here? Because he never does show prep, and finally he decided to do some show prep. <laughs> so he's sticking it into an hour, uh, filling out his brackets. There we right go, now. Todd. There you go. That's the kind of commitment we want. Hey, before we get to Tim, uh, tennis picks. And again, uh, Indian Wells, what an event. What an event. Tennis is de facto fifth major tennis paradise. Drove through the desert. There's three routes to get to Indian Wells from Vegas. There's like right down the middle north-south, which is like, and I'm talking desert. I'm talking you're in the middle of nowhere. If something happens to you out there, dude, oh, my God. So we did that on the way down. On the way, down, on the way back, we did a little more freeway. Um, but it was awesome. Again, saw Iga. It was a shouting distance from Iga. Professed my love multiple times. <laughs> um, Carlos Alcaraz uh, watched Neil Medvedev. Anshu Bohr, Taylor Fritz, Ben Shelton. It was just phenomenal. You only get that in slams in Indian Wells. Really nowhere else. It was tremendous. Um, as far as the betting is concerned, it, it's been great except for that one day, Friday. Friday was a disaster, one in five. But here, here are the, here's the issue. We lost a match on Friday. We were two points away from uh, winning in straights. We lost a match on Saturday, two points away from winning in straights, plus money. So those matches turn, and it's a, it's a much different situation. Yeah. But right now it's just what are we eight and ten, so we're like we're pretty much even because a lot of them been dogs. I think we're slightly behind. And then yesterday we were we should have gone three and zero. Oh. We went two and one instead. We were up a set and a break, and that didn't work out. So we end up two and one. We're not allowed to have nice things, Kelly. That what happens today. Three plays. They're all dogs, all underdogs. Two on the ladies' side, one on the men's side. Action begins oh about three hours from now from lovely Indian Wells at the BNP Paribas Open. Uh, I am uh, I'm grabbing on the prices. I'm checking the prices right now to see that these are all uh, intact and bettable, and I think they are. 
On the men's side, Tommy Paul is the one play. Tommy Paul's plus, I got him plus 115. You can probably get him at the same number. I see plus 112 right now against Uber or Cods. This is just a money play. Both of these guys are great. Both of these guys have very similar numbers. It should be a coin flip. Tommy Paul with some value as long as he's on the plus side above, say, plus 107, plus 108. So Tommy Paul's the play against Uber or Cods on the men's side. Women's side, Paula Badosa. Oh, Paula Badosa. Plus 150 is what I got her at. Uh, you can get her at plus 131 right now. Still a play down to plus 125. Don't go lower than that. She's taking on Elena Rybakina. This is a tournament that Paula Badosa loves to play. Her numbers trending upwards. I like her on the gritty surface of Indian Wells. And then Emma Raducanu, who I think is, we've already won on her already in this tournament. I think she's poised for a big tournament. She's plus 105. She should not be in plus money. Uh, against Beatrice Haddad Maya. She's at plus 102 right now. Player up to minus 110. Those are your three picks. Tommy Paul, Paula Badosa, Emma Raducanu, all of them dogs. Let's go. Let's get it done. Let's talk some, some more college hoops. Tim Murray is the co-host of Beeson Primetime. We rarely get a chance to talk to him about college hoops or anything for that matter. He's kind enough to join us right now because he's always up in the morning because he's got other gigs. How you doing, Tim Murray? What's happening, man? Gil, what's the word? I mean, if you want me to break down, uh, when's the Leg Mason? We uh, heading out to uh, <laughs> Northwest D.C.? The Leg Mason. Previously, it was the Sovereign Bank. What other banks have uh, sponsored that tournament? Carl. I don't know. Well, we had the uh, the, the Kemper. Uh, that was golf. Though, yeah, that was so golf. I don't know if Kemper ever uh, went over to. Uh, the, by the way, that, that tournament, uh, I've covered it multiple times in previous lives, like 110 degrees with all the humidity in the world. So, uh Next time you want to come back east with me, Gil, we'll uh, we'll hit it up. Bro, Carter Barrett Amphitheater for great concerts and great humid tennis late at night. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Uh, okay, let's before we go out because I want to do two regions with you. I want to do two regions with Wes before we get into that, and we'll just do bracket by bracket who you advance if you have ATS thoughts on each. Let me just do a broad thing with you first. Did you fill out brackets, and if so, who are your final four, sir? I have not filled out a bracket yet. I will. Um, but yeah, it was more of last night when we were on the air, uh, myself, Adam Burke and Matt humans, you know, we were trying to, you know, take in, okay, what are these numbers and what are they going to be? And I think, you know, the overall thought for me, and I think Matt and Adam to an extent too, was man, books are really baking in dog prices. Yes, this they year. are. Uh, I mean, it was like, cause I had a handful of teams. I think we all do this. You know, we have teams circled. Okay, this is a team that I really like. This is a team that's got veteran guards. Okay, these are the teams I want to advance. And boom, Drake is only three, down to two and a half at some spots. I mean, it is, it's really impressive. It's almost like these book skills know what they're doing. And it's kind of a pain <laughs> in the butt. It's almost like they've done this before. I think I was saying earlier, these are the two biggest themes. One, there's that, what you're referring to, which it's, it, it appears not only from the betting market standpoint, because Matt Cox said it best. I think if you aggregated the spreads on some of these 5-12s and 4-13s, um, it's probably narrower than any year before. And then also just conventional wisdom, when you, when you listen to the mainstream media guys, they, are, they have become so hip to advancing the 12s and the 13s and the 14s, right? Like it's, it's cool for them to do it now as well. And I almost think, Tim, that there is some contrarian value because I've got Purdue going further than anybody I know. I'm like, yeah, they're going to the Final Four because most people are like, there's no chance they're going to the Final Four. I don't know. I think that's the way you might be able to play. That's just one example. The other thing is you have teams at the top with question marks. Marcus Sasser, obviously, 
with Houston. Uh, Jalen Clark out for UCLA. How does that affect their defense? How does their, that affect their lack of depth? Will it? Um, obviously, Kansas has an injury that they've got to uh, monitor as well here. Um, so there's that at the top. And I don't remember there being multiple teams necessarily at the top, anecdotally, just in memory, where we had to deal with that at the, at the start of March Madness either. Well, and you got a couple other teams. I mean, Omir at Miami rolls his ankle against Duke. Uh, Jim Laranega, very uh, noncommittal about his status. And I think that's baked into the price as they're, you know, in uh, in the Midwest region against Drake, who is a a team that I circled pre-tournament as one that I'm going to want to look back. Uh, You look at Eddie Lampkin. Is he going to be back with TCU? Uh, a TCU team, which we'll get to in the West region, which is just an absolute gauntlet of a region. And I think you could look at the two regions we're going to talk about here, Gil, the West and the East as maybe the polar opposites as the West is absolutely ridiculous in just the amount of teams, you know, per Ken Palm that are, I think they have five or six in the top 11. And then you look at the East and it's kind of a shoulder shrug. Like you I mentioned, Purdue's in, that, yeah. Purdue's in that region. You've got Marquette, who I like, uh, but, you know, has maybe not been as strong as some people anticipated, but getting hot at the right time. So it's it almost feels like the East and the West are, are the polar opposites in regions where, you know, one is thought to be just a, you know, a gauntlet and the other is, eh, you know, I could see I could see Memphis making a run out of this region. By the way, here are the uh, the, the quarter odds for the East region. Purdue, the short shot, plus 220. Marquette, Shaka Smarts. Golden Eagles of Marquette, plus 425. Tennessee, the Rick Barnes factor, plus 425. Duke, nine in a row, eight to one to win the East. Let's do these real quick in the East, bracket by bracket. Purdue, the number one seed, taking on the winner of the Texas Southern Fairleigh Dickinson play-in game, first four, if you will. I assume you're advancing Purdue. Are you playing the spread? Uh, I will, uh, as of now, not be playing the spread, even though Purdue uh, took care of business Comfortably last year in the first round, I believe against Yale, but I will be uh, not on the spread here in the, in the Purdue game. All right. And then a cruel trick on both Memphis and FAU yeah. uh, against the uh, conference USA tournament champs. who were 31 and three, the FAU owls Memphis and Florida. Who are you advancing? Or are you playing this game betting wise? I did. Uh, so I'm going to be on Memphis here. Memphis is one of those teams. Um, you know, it's funny. Adam Burke and I were, were sitting there, and watching the uh, selection show, and we see it pop up, and <laughs> Adam Burke got visibly angry. He's like, I can't <laughs> believe the committee did this again. I You've can't got believe two it. teams outside of Power Fives. This is ridiculous. Um, but I really like Memphis, and it's no knock on uh, you know what uh, Florida Atlantic is. Uh, I would play the short money line price. I see some minus 135s out there, so... Uh, clearly some money coming in and respect on Florida Atlantic, which is understandable. I mean, this is a very good team. Dusty May squad, 31 and three. Um, you know, I was on the wrong side on Saturday night. Uh, I took UAB. I thought uh, UAB would, would take them out and make it a two bid conference. Uh, did not happen. They won comfortably. But if you watch Memphis yesterday, and this isn't a recency biasy thing, uh, Gil, I, I just think this is a team uh, with Kendrick Davis 
who's a, a guard who's been around a long, long time. This is not a, you know, James Wiseman led Memphis team. This isn't one and dunners. This is an old veteran mm-hmm. Memphis team and they're getting hot at the right time. So uh, I'm going to roll with the Tigers here on the short money line price. All right. Let's try to squeeze in two more here. Uh, Thursday in Orlando. Those were Friday in Columbus. Thursday yep. in Orlando, Duke Oral Roberts, the five twelve game. I mentioned Duke's won nine in a row. Oral Roberts, 17 games in a row. Uh, win streak, longest active in D1, 5-12 game. Yeah, I'll keep it brief. Uh, don't have a play on it yet. Really thinking hard about Oral Roberts. We'll see how this number goes, Gil, because it feels like a lot of people are thinking, okay, Duke's hot. They're going to roll. Um, Oral Roberts, as you alluded to, is one of the best mid-majors out there. Max Acemas and Oral Roberts, remember, they made a magical run two years ago, beat Ohio State in the first round, then Florida, made it to the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed. This team can really score. Connor Vanover is enormous, 7-5 center. So uh, haven't played it yet. Thinking about taking the points with Oral Roberts, but I do think Duke ultimately prevailed. Okay, we'll continue with the East. We'll get to the West as well with Tim Murray. We'll do it bracket by bracket again. Any ATS thoughts he has every game between now and the end of the show between Tim Murray and Wes Reynolds. It's a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. the sports betting network become a visa pro subscriber today get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only 19 dollars. whether you're filling in a bracket or betting against the spread our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament only visa pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets tools like our exclusive betting splits plus our big dance bracket and betting guides these guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams cinderella selections bracket predictions and picks on every tournament game from visa experts like brett musburger and greg hoops peterson who's taking a well-deserved nap right now, getting ready for the madness. Sign up today to get the betting guides, plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament for only $19 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Doing East and West regions with Tim Murray, co-host of uh, VSIN Primetime with Sean King. Sean King getting uh, ready for the, uh, for the tournament as well, as we all are. Tim, let us continue, shall we? Let's do it. Orlando, Thursday as well. The winner of this taking on the winner of the Duke Oral Roberts game. This is a 4-13 game between Rick Barnes, Tennessee Volunteers, uh, who have lost, by the way, Tennessee has lost to a lower seed in the last four NCAA tournaments against the Raging Cages of Louisiana Sunbelt Tournament champs. Their last tourney win all the way back in 1992. Anything in the advanced bracket or ATS realm, sir? 
Yeah, this might be one of those situations, Gil, where uh, people are getting a little too cute. Um, mm-hmm. And I have not played it. I'm not brave enough to lay 10.5 with Tennessee here, but uh, this might be the too cute realm. I think UL Lafayette will be a very popular uh, upset pick, underdog play. Uh, I've said for months that I would be fading Tennessee in the NCAA tournament. So uh, I'm going to stay off of this one. Um, but, you know, the 413, very profitable just a year ago, 3-1 uh, and one ATS. So understand the moves. This was uh, one of the more fascinating games, Gil, and differences and of opinions from books where you sit the South Point, I believe, opened 14 yesterday, in or 13, excuse me. I believe DraftKings opened 14 in favor of the Volunteers. And where I was sitting last night at Circa, they opened 9 so you saw a difference of five points Ooh. in a college basketball game yesterday. We've met in the middle. It's sitting there at 10 and a half, uh, a pass for me, but certainly a Tennessee team that is very, very vulnerable, knowing that they are so predicated on defense and uh, can have really slow s- spells of offense. All right, let's go to the other side of the East bracket. Again, as, as Tim and I were alluding to earlier, and as I said at the top of the show, when you aggregate the seeds in the East bracket, the top four seeds, by their overall seeding out of 64 teams, or 68, quite frankly, uh, this is the easiest of the regions. It adds up to 37 when you add up the aggregate seedings of the first four teams. Uh, Friday, this is in Greensboro. Number six seed, Kentucky against 11, Providence Friars, Kentucky, and Oscar Shibway uh, leading the uh, leading D1 in rebounds, 13.1 rebounds per game. Kentucky with their 60th NCAA appearance. That's an all-time record. What do you got here? The Providence last year, they were a team that everybody wanted to fade. Uh, Very popular first-round upset was South Dakota State over uh, the Friars, and uh, they covered that round. They covered the round against Richmond uh, and then lost but covered against Kansas. So uh, Ed Cooley went 3-0 ATS last year in the NCAA tournament. As for Kentucky, of course, they lost uh, in shocking fashion to 15th-seeded St. Peter's. Um, You know, this is one I've just been staring at. Um, you know, this is a, uh, Bryce, Bryce Hopkins. He was on Kentucky. Now he's on Providence. So fun little, uh, storyline there. He's the top player on the Friars. Um, I, I love Ed Cooley in an underdog role, but it does feel like you're catching Providence at, at one of their lowest, right? They've lost four of five year Gill three in a row. So, uh, no play for me because I, I think Kentucky has the ability to make a run here. If they get out of this little pod and play Marquette in, at Madison Square Garden, I think they could go deep. So um, debating Providence, but uh, haven't uh, haven't pulled the trigger here on this one yet. All right, winner of that one takes on Kansas State, Montana State winner. That's a 3-14 game between Kansas State and the Big Sky champs. Yeah, I think I'm going to look Montana State first half here. Kansas State has done a really good job of uh, kind of figuring things out as games go on and, and eliminating leads there uh, for Jerome Tang's squad. Montana State a year ago uh, got absolutely blasted in the first round of the NCAA tournament by Texas Tech, just a, a horrible matchup, uh, and they got smoked by the Red Raiders 97-62. to 62. So, you know, you've got a little bit of, uh, of, you know, they've been there, done that, Montana State, uh, but I do think this could be a first-half look. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Montana State had the lead going into to halftime. All right. Rapid fire here, Tim, because we're going to get yep. through all of this in the last six minutes here. Uh, also, the last two brackets in this region. Michigan State, USC, 7-10 game in Columbus. Yeah. 
This was uh, the classic shoulder shrug game. Like, I don't know. I, I can see either <laughs> one. So yeah. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go pass on this one since we've got a lot of get- things to get to. Here. All right. And the last one in the East, uh, number two, Marquette against number 15, the Vermont Catamounts from America East. Thought about wearing my Vermont shirt. Shout out to, uh, to John Becker, former head coach of uh, Gallaudet University yes. down there in C. And uh, also a longtime assistant at Catholic University in D.C. Love Vermont. They've been there before. Um, but uh, I do think this is a Marquette team that is peaking at the right time. So uh, would only look dog here, but uh, just not a spot that I'm, uh, I'm racing to play. Speaking of D.C. schools, let's go to the West region because that's where all D.C. schools end up. Kansas against Howard, 116. Let's go, Bison. What do you got? Uh, all I got is 1992. Yeah. Howard's first tournament appearance since 1992. Well done, Bison. Uh, it's going to come to an abrupt end here for, against <laughs> Kansas, but uh, hell of a run. What a great finish. If I can give a shout-out to to Howard University down there in the heart of D.C., I will, but uh, I think Kansas is uh, too much for here for the Bison. Nothing like a Friday afternoon at the quad at Howard University. Winner takes on the 8-9 game, Arkansas and Illinois. It's a good little 8-9. All the 8-9s yeah. are good. Yeah, I like Arkansas here. Um, you know, I, I think Arkansas is a team that I just like to back in, in NCAA tournament settings. Uh, Musselman, uh, Eric Musselman, their head coach, I think, you know, especially the way that the season ended uh, where you lost three of four, four or five, I guess. Last two regular season games, you lose to Texas A&M. Uh, I think this is a good spot to to look to back the Razorbacks here. You've seen the market uh, agree a little bit here too. So uh, this would be a spot with the talent that they have on that roster. Uh, I think Arkansas could be a tricky, tricky spot there uh, for uh, for the Jayhawks if they do advance here. I think Air, Air Arkansas gets it done. All right, moving along in the West, five twelve game Friday in Albany, St. Mary's, the Gales of St. Mary, had a shares uh, share of uh, the West Coast Conference regular season title with Gonzaga against number twelve VCU. Yeah, VCU and St. Mary's, this is uh, a little fun that the committee got to do because these are two teams incredibly predicated on defense. Uh, St. Mary's and and VCU, St. Mary's top 10 in the country in defensive efficiency. VCU sitting there uh, at top 10 as well. Uh, I guess a little bit outside the top 10, but uh, VCU, a nice run, had to win on Sunday to get into the NCAA tournament, trailed in that game, able to come back and win by double figures. Dayton just fell apart late in that game. If anyone saw it, I think they were like 0 for 10 from the field on their last 10 attempts. Um, Clash of styles. Uh, I'm peeking at VCU here as a dog. Mm. Um, you know, their offense certainly scares me a little bit. Uh, but when you have a, a veteran guard and, and Ace Baldwin who who can do some things. So um, we'll see how this number moves here. Um, but I, I'm, I'm peeking at VCU just a little bit here. But I think ultimately St. Mary's probably gets it done. One of the more uh, computer darlings of the season. Okay. Winner of that takes on the winner of the game between UConn and Iona, 4-13 game, Friday in Albany. I think this is another one of those games, Gil, where are, are, are people getting a little too cute, where you've got Iona, the last run for Rick Pitino. This game is in Albany, New York, so not too far away from, uh, from New Rochelle there. I'm sure there's plenty of Iona fans that will make the trip. Also not too far away from, from UConn, and I think there will be plenty of Husky fans uh, they're in the stands as well. So this has been a game that's seen plenty of movement towards the Gales. Um, I- I'm just wondering if the, you know, if UConn's a little bit too big and too athletic 
for this Iona team coming out of the MAC. So I uh, can't wait to see this showdown because uh, we'll see plenty of Rick Patino versus UConn in the years to come whenever he's at St. John's. Whenever he's at St. John's. Flirted with Georgetown there for a second. All right, four games, 20 seconds on each. Yes. Uh, by the way, UConn favored by nine there. Friday, TCU-Arizona State, 6-11 game in Denver. Oh, we're just moving on Arizona State, huh? Oh, Arizona State-Nevada winner. I'm sorry. Looked away. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, sorry, Nevada. Yeah, come on. You live in that state now, Gil. Um, you know, TCU, What is Eddie Lampkin going to be back is the biggest question for me. I think this team can make a run if they're full strength. I do have a long shot future on them to win the NCAA tournament. So mm-hmm. uh, for my personal purposes, let's go TCU, but we'll see about their health. All right. Winner takes on the 311 winner from Gonzaga and Grand Canyon from the WAC. You got to love, once again, the humor of the uh, of the committee. 157 is the total in this game. Gonzaga if you go to Bart Torvik, Gill, over the past six, seven weeks of the season, go back to January 21st, number one team in the country. Offense is humming right now. Uh, I just wonder if Grand Canyon has enough to us to stay with the Zags. That's why you see one of the biggest spreads on the board in this game. All right, real quick, 7-10 Northwestern Boise State and then the UCLA-UNC Asheville game, 215. What are your thoughts on both of those? Real quickly on UCLA, if they're full strength, which I don't think they will be, uh, I think they win the national championship. Uh, so we'll see the difference with Jaden Clark there. And then the Purple Cats and the Broncos. Uh, market's moving in favor of uh, Northwestern here. I kind of like Boise State, even though Mountain West has been absolutely horrifying in the NCAA tournament the past couple of years. Tim, appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. All right, see you guys. Coming back, Wes Reynolds. We got two more regions to get to next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. What about? Want to know where the money bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits yet another way. That Visa is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. I love that it's becoming less and less uh, intelligible. I, it's I got I got to give a shout out to Kevin, our great audio guy here. It's like in South Park, Kev. You know when it's like they took our job. They do, they do. Like you know, it's not even <laughs> comprehensible at the end. So that's what it's becoming. That's it, what it's. It becoming. used to be splitting bets, and now it's. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> So great. Uh, coming up after the show, uh, once again, Will Hill, who is currently leading the uh, college basketball contest here at uh, VEASAN, the Humans Invitational. Uh, he, Jeff Parlay, and Todd Wishnev, and myself, we will all do for the Beating the Book podcast, bracket by bracket, kind of what we're doing here, but more in depth even, game by game, who are advancing, ATS thoughts, all of that on the Beating the Book Megapod. By the way, this gentleman has a special show tonight. Yeah, he does. On uh, VEASAN Tonight. Uh, that he does with Matt Humans. They're doing their bracket betting edition. Co-host of VEASAN tonight joins us right now. Wes Reynolds, the glue that holds it all together. How you doing, Wes? Gil, good to be with you. And uh, thanks for the plug of the show. It will be Matt and I, Dave Ross. We'll be uh, running the point guard position. We'll be the host tonight. We'll have uh, Steve Mackinnon with his thoughts, some of the trends that go into brackets over, over the recent years, both bracket selection and also ATS picks, and then uh, Danielle Alvari yes. is going to join us. Uh, Danielle and I are going to break down the women's tournament, where my alma mater got a number one seed for the first time in the women's tournament. There you go. 
There you go, Indiana. But by the way, I should point this out as well, because I'm glad you brought that up. We tomorrow will actually have the Ken Palm of women's basketball on the show to break down the women's tournament as well. Equal time, baby. Let's do it tomorrow. All right. Before we get into your bracket by bracket here in uh, the two regions we haven't done, the South and the Midwest, real quick, because I think we should mention that because a year ago I said uh, everybody should have Scotty Scheffler in every tournament. He runs away with the Players' Championship. If I gave you, if there's a prop out that said right now, Scotty Scheffler, one and a half, one and a half majors this year, what's the price you would take on the over? Mm, I would probably need maybe about 175. 175. Lost on on the over. I think he's going to win one. But, you know, keep in mind when we were having this discussion uh, uh, just a couple weeks ago, you know, it looked like John Rahm was going to win 10 events this year. Yep, it did. And and now it looks like Scotty Scheffler is going to win 10 events this year. So it changes on a dime. But I think, look, he ran away with the Players' Championship against a great field over the weekend. I think his game is obviously major championship ready. He was right in the mix at Bay Hill in Orlando last weekend, uh, the weekend prior. So... You know, he's the defending Masters champion. He's going to be the favorite going into Augusta. Rom is going to be short. Rory, of course, is going to be short, even though he's not in great form, because this is the last jewel of the Grand Slam, the career Grand Slam, for him to complete. So I think he's going to win one. But there's a lot of guys in the mix, I think, that are you know, major championship ready, so to speak. Rom, even though he had to withdraw or chose to withdraw this week at the Players, I think he looks like he's going to win a major this year. And and there's always one that's kind of a little bit of an outlier where it's a, somebody you don't mm-hmm. expect. Yeah. I throw Max Homa into that list. I really think Max Homa is alive. And we all want him to win the Masters, don't we, Kelly? Because we want matzo ball soup at that Masters dinner, which he's already go. said he's going to order. That's what he said. He says, that's what I want at the Masters. By what a moment that would be. You know, chas v'chalila, that that should happen. Sorry, I had a moment there, Wes. All right, let's go to college basketball. South region. Let's do this bracket by bracket. Thursday, Birmingham. Number one, Alabama, against the winner of the Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the fighting Brad Porises of Texas A&M Corpus Christi against Southeast Missouri State, the Red Hawks, the Ohio Valley champs. I'm assuming you're advancing Alabama. Are you playing the number? Yeah, I'm, I'm advancing Alabama. And, and, and I think if it's Corpus Christi, by the way, they, they're a pretty quick-tempo team uh, out of the Southland Conference. So, you know, it's kind of hard this time of year, I think, when you get into the NCAA tournament to really change your stripes here. Uh, Corpus Christi, I think, 80th in tempo overall. Alabama certainly in the top five. So it's hard to all of a sudden, okay, you're a running team, and then play slow, and then try to play a snail space. So, yeah, Alabama's advancing. You playing Corpus Christi minus four against Southeast Missouri State? I, I do lean that way. Corpus Christi, by the way, number two in foul shooting in the country at 80%. Uh, so they're getting CMO. Corpus was really the best team in the Southland over here. I don't know if I'm going to bet it yet. That's certainly the way I would lean, though. All right. Alabama, if they advance, and we assume they will, will take on the winner of the 8-9 game between Maryland and West Virginia. Jameer Young was the man for Maryland this year. Let him in scoring and assists. Bob Huggins, 26th NCAA appearance. Yeah, and uh, I, I think a really good. I th- actually think the eight nine matchups. Uh, they did a very good job. The yeah. committee, of, I think, even matchups. Uh, uh, I kind of like West Virginia here in this spot. Maryland, 
Maryland on the road, and, and this isn't a true road game, of course. This is a neutral site. But Maryland only won one game away from home in Big Ten conference play, and that was against Minnesota, who was the bottom team in the conference, and then did beat Minnesota and Chicago in the Big Ten tournament by 16. But that game was single digits most of the way. Minnesota just couldn't make shots down the stretch and fouled, and that's how you got 16 points. So I don't like Maryland away from College Park. And West Virginia, I think, was very competitive in a, in a lot of games this year, especially against really good teams. They're 15th in adjusted offensive efficiency, so uh, I like the Mountaineers. Here's where it gets interesting. Thursday in Orlando, San Diego State, number five seed, eight and one in games decided by five points or fewer uh, this year for the Aztecs against Charleston. The Colonial Athletic Champs, 31 and three were the Cougars this year. By the way, West Virginia favored by two and a half in that West Virginia-Maryland game. What do you got here? San Diego State, Charleston. I think Charleston's kind of going to be an in-vogue upset pick. If you watched the selection show last night, there was a certain member of that selection show that picked like every 12 seed. I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't work that way. Does it rhyme, you know, with, Be- does it rhyme with Beth Babis? It does. Yes. It does. And I, I think it, 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 got, it got a little ridiculous at one point. But look, Pat Kelsey has done a great job at College of Charleston, uh, 31 and 3. As you mentioned, had some decent wins, uh, not those marquee wins in the non-conference, but look, uh, beat Virginia Tech, beat Kent State, who is in the NCAA tournament against my alma mater, Indiana, beat Richmond, beat Davidson, so beat some decent teams, uh, fifth longest active win streak at 10 games, but I'm going to go with the Aztecs here. I think, uh, look, San Diego State's always that disappointment. I think every single year, Gil, we look at their defense and they're like, oh, San Diego State, man, they're just, you know, they're going to go on a run and then they always disappoint. One of the problems with the Aztecs, too, is that they do go through scoring droughts. And you saw that a little bit out here in Vegas at the Thomas and Mack in the Mountain West Tournament. But Charleston's not played a defense of this caliber either. Really, so I like San Diego State to advance and even cover in this game. Yeah, they're favored by five currently. Are the Aztecs in that one? Okay, and uh, speaking of the uh, Seth Davis advancing, the uh, the 13 seed Furman he advanced the Paladins. They get on the Wahoos of Virginia. 13-4, a 4-13 game here. I'm advancing the Paladins, too, and I've already bet this, actually. Uh, I like Furman. And Furman, this matchup, by the way, and I don't want to go tinfoil hat here, but I always think that CBS and Turner and the networks, they like to put a potential upset in that first window on Thursday because they want to sell, oh, it's the madness, baby. And the perfect game (laughs) to do that is Furman and Virginia. I think, and I took Furman five and a half. Furman is a team that has not made the NCAA tournament under Bob Ritchie. They win 23 to 25 games every year, have been gotten beaten twice uh, in brutal fashion in the final of the SoCon tournament. But this is a team with a couple senior guards. Uh, One of them has been with the program, I think both of them for like five years. So these are seniors. They're finally in the NCAA tournament. They get an ACC team down in the South. You know, it's probably like, hey, we wanted to go play for an ACC school, and we got overlooked, and now we go to Furman. But 
they run really good stuff. They are number one in the country, by the way, in two-point shooting. Now, we know Virginia doesn't allow a lot from the two because they have that pack line defense. But they're going to miss Ben Vanderplas, uh, uh, the kid transfer out of Ohio here. So, oh, yeah. I think Thurman covers and wins outright. Yeah, well, they should put up a prop. How far into the game does uh, one of the announcers say? Pack line defense. Extols the virtues of the pack line <laughs> defense. Uh, other side of the South, we'll just get in a couple games here or maybe even one game. Let's talk about the 6-11 game between Creighton, the Blue Jays of Creighton, and NC State. Creighton's a dark horse for my final four here. I know they looked very unimpressive in the Big East tournament on Friday, got blown out by Xavier, but I don't know how NC State's going to get stops uh, with this team. And Creighton, I think, much better defensively. They don't foul. uh, They don't give up a lot of threes. I think Creighton advances. All right. We'll complete the South region. A few more games left with Wes, both from a bracket and ATS standpoint. We'll do the whole Midwest before we get out of here. Uh, we'll also look at the uh, the history of uh, 15s beating twos. It's happened 10 times. A little stroll down memory lane. We'll do that momentarily on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and Nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin here as well. We got to uh, just clean up all the loose ends, and we got uh, games to get to with Wes Reynolds. So real quick here, Kelly. Uh, Chris Felica chimes in, and he says... 12 and 13 are low seeds. One and two are high seeds. I think you said the opposite earlier. All right. What do you have to say about that? I'm going to follow Mr. Felica. All right. There's that. Uh, And then uh, let's see. I mentioned, uh, okay, obviously there's only one 16-1 upset in the history of the NCAA tournament. That famously, of course, UMBC, the Retrievers, taking down the Wahoos of Virginia. By 20 points. That's the uh, detail that gets that gets lost in that back in 2018. Uh, 15 seeds over two seeds. It's happened 10 times in the history of uh, of the NCAA tournament. 15 seeds over 
two seeds, and I had them listed right here, and now, well, I can't find them anywhere. Here they are. Uh, 1991, Richmond beats Syracuse. 93, Santa Clara over Arizona. Remember that one? Uh, that was a three-point win. Coppin State over South Carolina in 1997. Hampton from the MEAC. So you're saying there's a chance, Howard. Hampton uh, beat Iowa State back in 2001. Lehigh beating Duke. Remember C.J. McCollum and Lehigh in 2012. 2012, same year, Norfolk State beat Missouri. We had two 15s over two that over twos that year. Florida Gulf Coast over Georgetown in 2013. Middle Tennessee State over Michigan State in 2016. Oral Roberts over Ohio State in 2021. And last year, St. Peter's over Kentucky by six. So it's happened ten times. Um, and then the Oscars, real quick last night, this from our uh, unidentified Oscar statistician who wanted to remain anonymous. Uh, he said, Oscar recap, favorites won 19, second favorite three times, costume design, makeup and hair, music original score, fourth favorite just once. So favorites of minus 300 or higher, 11-0 and 0 last night in Oscar betting. Wes, did you bet the Oscars? Uh, I actually did uh, follow along with uh, our man Brian Ortega's uh, plays on a couple of these. Uh, got me home on uh, Jamie Lee Curtis for Best Supporting <laughs> Actor. Yeah. And and I did have to go against him, though. I was Team Brendan Fraser. He was born in Indianapolis. Yeah. You know how I feel about my hometown and my home state. So uh, what a great comeback story is Brendan Fraser wins Best Actor for The Whale. Uh, Kelly, could you jot down, got me home on Jamie Lee Curtis on the bingo card today? <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's uh, never happened on the show well, before. Most of enjoyed the idea of Brendan Fraser, like a parade being celebrated, yeah. uh, thrown for him in Indianapolis every time he comes back. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's Brendan Fraser. All right, Wes, we, we got a lot of these games to go through, so we'll do them rapid fire. Winner of Creighton-NC State, the 6-11 game. Once again, we're talking uh, South Region here. Takes on the winner of the 3-14 game, Baylor and UC Santa Barbara, Friday in Denver. What do you got here? I think Baylor advances, but I, I don't really like this Baylor team. I know people are going to look and see number two adjusted offensive efficiency. They're also 104th in defense. Uh, this is one of the worst defenses Scott Drews probably had in over 10 years down there. They just they let you operate the way you want to operate, and one of those stats would be assists per field goal makes, and they are 351st in terms of opponents being able to get those assists per made baskets, which tells you – they let you do what you want to do offensively. And you saw it the last couple games, too, against Iowa State. This was a team that looked like they were circling the drain. Uh, Caleb Grill left the team. I think it was kind of mutual there uh, for T.J. Otzelberger and Iowa State. So it looked like they were circling the drain. What's Iowa State do? They go beat them by 15 in Waco. And then in the short kind of revenge spot, five days later, they beat Baylor again, 78-72. to 72. So... Uh, I'm not going to pick UC Santa Barbara for the upset. I wouldn't be surprised if they covered here. I do think Baylor advances, albeit not very impressive. All right, last two games of the South. Thursday uh, in Sacramento, 7-10 game between Missouri and Utah State. By the way, Baylor favored by 11 against UCSB. Uh, Missouri here against the Utah State squad, the Aggies, 7-10 game. What do you got? Yeah, this is interesting because we know that the Mountain West went over last year and i think people are maybe tempted to bed so again but yet here you go you've got a 10 seed utah state out of the mountain west that's favored over mizzou now mizzou's gotten a little bit of support uh probably going to be a track meet here in a high scoring game mizzou and dennis gates i think really overachieved this year uh, uh did a great job with you know some kids from the portals and some ho holdover from the conzo martin regime so 
Lean to the over here at 154 and a half. All right. Winner of that takes on also on Thursday from Sacramento, the 215 game between Arizona and Princeton. Is this our 15 upset or 11th of all time? Yes. No, no, nothing. I don't think so. Uh, Here, uh, Princeton, uh, Princeton had to come back actually in, uh, in both games. They had to come back against Penn on Saturday in that four team Ivy tournament, then had to do the same thing after trailing in the first half against Yale. So Princeton, they got to host this, by the way, in Jadwin Gym. So uh, they uh, got the fortunate draw there. But Arizona, look, uh, they, they've been dealing a little bit with some injuries, too. Kirk Creesa, their guard, was dealing with a shoulder issue all week long out here in the Pac-12 tournament at the T-Mobile. So that's a little bit of a cause from concern. But I think Arizona runs the floor very well. They're number four in adjusted offensive efficiency. I think the Cats advance. All right, Midwest, 20 seconds on each here. Wes, we want to get through them all. The 116 is Houston against the Norse of Northern Kentucky, even with Marcus Sasser's status unknown. I assume you advance Houston here. Do you like Mm. them laying the points? I actually kind of do, and this is an interesting phenomenon I was talking about with Vinny, Maiulo, and Chris Andrews last night, is the fact that you used to have these one seeds, Gil, that would lay like 30, 35 routinely. And now you get these one seeds laying around the 20 or yeah. so. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, I don't lay it with a one seed. I probably will here. I think Sasser, probably the point guard, is going to play here. Northern Kentucky runs a lot of zone. Houston sees a ton of zone. Houston's going to get a million offensive rebounds in this game. So I think Houston covers the number and advances. I actually think they probably have the best draw of any one seed in the bracket. Yeah. Those 30 point spreads. They used to cover them too. Sometimes right. Uh, uh, winner of that game takes on the eight, nine winner, another eight, nine good one, Iowa and Auburn in Birmingham on Thursday. Yeah. Kind of a tough deal for Iowa having to go play a nine seed Auburn in Birmingham, just, you know, two hours away from the plane for Auburn. So going to be a pretty partisan crowd here Auburn is a team full of bad chuckers that take bad shots so Iowa should be able to play that ball screen and flex motion but Iowa can't guard a lamppost at times so you'll be able to score on them even taking some difficult shots just with your offensive rebounds and forcing turnovers I think Auburn advances here all right we're gonna get 24 second clock violations here uh, Wes we got to do this 512 Miami Drake Friday in Albany well, like they say on Seinfeld, uh, Gil, gotta love the Drake. And I do love the Drake here. I took plus three against Miami. Norchad Omir uh, might not go for the Hurricanes. He got hurt in the ACC tournament. Drake's got a bunch of seniors that finally get that shot in the NCAA tournament. I think Drake wins outright. Winner takes on the winner of your alma mater, Indiana, the fourth seed against the 13th seed, Kent State. Golden Flashes. I do not like this matchup for my alma mater. Rob Senderoff, by the way, the uh, uh, former IU assistant who got fired as part of the Kelvin Sampson regime for some of the recruiting violations. He hates Indiana, and he is going to show it here. Uh, I think Kent State covers. I would not be surprised if the Hoosiers get knocked out in the first round. All right, other side of the bracket. Friday in Greensboro, 6-11 game. Iowa State, Mississippi State. Uh, yeah, this is probably going to be first to 50 wins. This is going to be a low-scoring game. Oh. Lean Mississippi State, assuming they advance against Pittsburgh. All right, the winner takes on the uh, winner of the Xavier-Kennesaw State game, 314 game. Uh, uh, Kennesaw very well coached, and they can also shoot. I think they cover against Xavier. All right, last two, Texas A&M 
which a lot of people think are under, is under-seeded here. Uh, Texas A&M, the seven seed against the 10 seed Penn State Nittany Lions, first time in the NCAA since 2011. I don't think they're underseeded at all. I think Texas A&M had a very soft non-conference schedule. And I like Penn State in this matchup. Texas A&M gives up some of the most three attempts in the country. Penn State takes some of the most three attempts in the country. Just schematically, I like the matchup for the Nittany Lions. All right, and finally, the winner of that takes on the winner of the Texas Colgate 215 game in Des Moines on Thursday. I love what Colgate runs. I think they're very well coached, but... They're up against it here. I know Colgate is kind of that, oh, that sneaky 15 that could give Texas problems. I don't think so here. I think the Longhorns roll. Who's winning it all, Wes? Uh, I'm going to say the UConn Huskies are going to win it all, Gil. The four seed out of the West. I got them in my final four. We're simpatico, at least to that extent. Thank you, Wes. Great talking to you, and good luck with the show tonight again. It is the VEASAN Tonight Bracket Betting Edition with Wes and Matt tonight. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Everybody, Wes Reynolds, the glue that holds it all together. We've done all we can do. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 